Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Halloween. Please enjoy this sneak preview of the first 10 minutes of the After Party Halloween episode. If you're a member of the Krista Makes a Podcast supporting cast, you can hear the whole episode now. If you're not, you can sign up at KristaMakes.com. Not only will you hear this episode, but also an entire back catalog of amazing episodes. Now, sit back Relax, and let the sweet sounds of the after-party theme song fill your ears. Welcome to the after-party, ready, set, let's go! Welcome to the after-party, the show after the show! Learn a little something new, join us for the ride! Chris and Chris want all of you to know! The after-party's where it's at, the show after the show! Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to another After Party. And this is a really fun one, Chris. Yeah, man. Happy Halloween. It's the best time of the year. Yeah. I, I mean, I think all these are fun, but this one's, this one's really fun. Yeah. I love this time of year. I know a lot of people get all excited for Christmas, but I'm not like a big Christmas guy, really. Uh, it, the weather's cold and it's not very evil. I like more evil stuff. I like the evil time of the year, the spooky time of the year. And uh, that's why I think this episode's going to be fun. Absolutely. We decided to each pick five songs that are uh, Halloween horror themed or spooky or creepy. And we came up with a pretty eclectic uh, list here, I think. Yeah. For my five songs, the first two that I chose were more just like songs I love. And the other three are songs that creep me the fuck out. <laughs> that's that's how I decided to divide mine up. Yeah, I kind of got into these a little bit and I started to look at my list and 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 certainly some of them were, were creepy and, and what would scare me, one in particular as a kid. And then other ones just kind of, I don't know, had that horror theme or something about them that I felt uh, that they were they were worthy uh, of inclusion here. Yeah, man. Well, I'll go first so that you can get the last word on Halloween. You're going to give me the last word on Halloween? Yes, Jeez, get, what, did I, what, did I do to, what did I do to deserve this? The, you get the last word. But <laughs> I went with my first pick with what I believe is the greatest Halloween song of all time. Not this year, but I usually had Halloween parties like for a decade straight. And not one year did I ever leave this off my Halloween party playlist. 
Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo, which I just think is a perfect song in general, let alone Halloween songs. It's a dead man's party. What a crazy song. If you listen to the lyrics and what they're saying, it, it, it's exactly what I love about music is you can put this party uh, and, and, and Boingo is just a party from the minute the needle hits the record. Mm-hmm. Uh, this party danceable, crazy pop song with these dark lyrics. It, it's awesome. I mean, who's going to write a better Halloween song than Danny Elfman? And the don't run away part is by far my favorite part of this song. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it, it's funny because... Again, I and I've always I've said this before that that Less Than Jake's built a career out of these really dark lyrics with these poppy songs, and I've always loved that that uh, dichotomy. And I think that this is a perfect perfect example of it. You, this is isn't a song immediately that would have jumped out of, of me as like a Halloween themed uh, song for this episode, but it's interesting that you picked, and I, th- I think it's perfect. It's the song I think of, maybe other than the Monster Mash or something. It's the song I think of when I think of Halloween. And I don't know if anyone agrees with me. It's surprising to me that you don't think of this as being like the Halloween song. Yeah, I, 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 now I do. But I, but prior to that, again, this band is just so, even with a lyric of Dead Man's Party and what they're saying here, it's just still this uplifting, happy song. I, I wouldn't equate it with Halloween, but uh, I, I, I could see why you picked it. What do you got first on your list, Chris? I know that there's got to be some metal and stuff on your list for sure. <laughs> well, I got—I mean, metal, uh, you know, in and of itself is is pretty evil. And uh, yeah, I do have a couple metal tracks on here, but I have a couple I think might might surprise people. Uh, this first one is a band that uh, was from San Francisco Bay Area. They were called Possessed. They're one of the first death metal bands of all times. Larry Lalonde was the guitar player in Possessed, who went on to be the guitar player in Primus. That many really? people uh, may not know. Yeah, so Larry Lalonde was in this band, and I saw this record down at Camelot Records in Fort Myers, Florida, at the Edison Mall, and I will never forget seeing the album cover. It was a gatefold, and there was this like, like gate. Uh, the album was called Beyond the Gates, and it was this gate of this like devilish face, and you would open the album. It would separate in the middle of it, not like a gatefold album. This was the front cover. It would split apart. And there was this scene of hell with these <laughs> angels getting ripped apart by these devils. And I just thought as, you know, a 13-year-old kid, this was the coolest thing in, in the world. Uh, the song is called The Heretic, but there's an intro of one minutes and 21 seconds of like this keyboard with these kind of just drum hits. And it's just this very kind of peaceful yet eerie thing. And then when The Heretic kicks in, it's just all hell breaks loose. Sounds dated now, but man, uh, the record's from 1986. 
when you when you listen to it, uh, when I listened to it back then, it used to scare the hell out of me. I'm like, man, these guys are. This is the most satanic thing ever that I could possibly bring home to my parents. I love it. <laughs> I could picture you in the record store with the, <laughs> the devil and angel on your shoulders, and that devil just <laughs> just poking you in the neck when you pick this record up. Uh, that's that's awesome, man. Well, I had a I had a group of my friends. We were always trying to outdo each other, you know. Like, what what did you find this week at the store? Oh, you got to check out this album and uh, any everything from punk to metal and and anything that was was offensive. That's what we were going for. And this record was brutal. I, I remember, you know, my parents never had a problem with what I brought into the house musically, but around this time there was a store. It's out of business now called Zares. And Zares used to sell everything from home furnishings to stereo equipment. And I bought. One of those classic 80s stereos that had the, the speakers about four and a half, five foot tall, these huge 12-inch speakers. And man, I used to shake the room with this record. And that's when mom would come in and go, hey, you got to turn that down. It was, it was a bit much. So that was my number one pick, Possessed, The Heretic from Beyond the Gates, 1986. What do you got for, what do you got for number two? Well, this is a really funny jump from Possessed, The Heretic. Uh, I went with, from the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack... Bobby Brown's On Our Own. (laughs) But this never scared you, though, right? Right, but it is... What I love about this song, man, and I know there's other examples of this type of thing, but I love that this is a song very specifically about the plot of the movie Ghostbusters 2 to the point where there's a rap verse in it that basically wraps the plot of the movie and that rap verse that wraps the plot of the movie Ghostbusters 2 happens twice in the song, which I think is awesome. Too hot to handle, too cold to hold. They called the Ghostbusters and the end control. Had a throwing parties for a bunch of children. Well, all the while, the slime was under the building. So they packed up and boot, got a grip, came equipped, grabbed the proton packs off the back, and they split. Find out about Beagle, the master of evil. Try to battle my boys? That's not legal. The end control. And what I think is so cool about this song, too, man, is that. I legitimately love the song. I love the beat. I love the melodies. I really like this song. Yeah, and I think that's hilarious. There's not too many songs that can get away with being that verbatim in the sense that this was just reciting the exact plot of the show. I think that I think that's hilarious. And I just, even more so, way more so than Dead Man's Party. I thought this was an interesting pick, but uh, I'm glad you picked it because it's, uh, it's cool. Uh, dude, I got to tell you, that concept of writing songs specifically about the plots of movies is really funny. <laughs> and it's always been funny to my bandmates, too. And back in the day, in Punchline, we had this manager, Fred, who we would call or talk to and be like, and, and tell him we want to get our song, like, oh, we have this song about Forrest Gump. We Is there a chance we could get it like on the soundtrack? And I can't tell you how many times he honestly explain to us that you can't get a song on a soundtrack after the movie's out and we would always just always play dumb and be like what do you mean what what do you mean 
you know, like as if we didn't know that. And I think I always yeah. think about that, and that's that's really funny. But um, well, I'm I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna get punchline on the Ghostbusters two soundtrack, dude. Please, please. <laughs> hey, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna re-release it. You guys are gonna be the track right after on our own, dude. It's pretty badass. Speaking of that, and I didn't think of that until right now that you guys are on a horror movie soundtrack. That's pretty awesome. We are Scream Two, dude. Yes. That's badass. Um, I made it, Mom. I made it, Mom. See? Hell yeah. What do you got next on your list? I love this band. I typically don't like uh, bands. I mean, granted, you know, the the, the godfathers of, of this were, were Kiss and Alice Cooper, and, uh, you know, then along came Twisted Sister, but never really been into the makeup mask uh, type facade. But I love this band, Ghost, and the song's called Dance Macabre. Just wanna be, wanna be with you. I hope you enjoyed that sneak preview of the After Party Halloween episode. You can hear the rest of that episode, plus a huge back catalog of episodes, by signing up for the Krista Makes a Podcast supporting cast at kristamakes.com. And please, don't forget to enjoy yourself over Halloween weekend. You deserve it. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from No Effects, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, Peer Pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media podcast network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.